Thanks for listening to Deep Thoughts with the Dixons. Now, here are your hosts, Nina and Brian Dixon. We're back. Again. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Thanks for joining us again this week. So, let's start off with... um, Telling everybody about Onyx. Last week we shared our dog stories. Yeah, for sure. I think when we re- recorded last week, Onyx had already gotten surgery. No, I don't think so. She hadn't. Okay, I don't so remember. so I don't remember. So yeah. So oh, we'll, maybe she did. We'll fill people in. So last week we were seeing some challenges with our dog, where just out of nowhere she lost total total motor control over back hind legs, and she is a French bulldog. French. We shared all this though. Yeah, I know. And. So what we did was we took her to the doctor. They had to do emergency surgery on her because she had a ruptured disc in her spinal cord. And basically, if we didn't do the surgery right away, it was going to progress into full paralysis and eventually, you know, a pretty grim future for her, which would have been terrible. But we were able to get her in right away. They did the surgery on her. Everything went well. And then we got her back a couple days later. But basically, for the next four weeks, she's on 100% bed rest. Like, she has to get inside a really small crate, and then the only time she comes out is when I take her out to go to the bathroom and then bring her right back inside and put her back in the crate. And so she's on a bunch of painkillers and anti-inflammatories and meds because she's in a lot of pain. But she seems to be doing a lot better now. She uh, She's really healing up, I think, pretty quick, and she is kind of in the routine of what's going on right now. But it's been a lot for us because we have to, like, you know, it's just a lot more catering to her than what yeah. we used to have to do before this was all happening. Yeah, we're still sleeping downstairs with her. Um, we don't really, we don't want the dogs in our bed because we both have like allergic reactions to them if we let them sleep with us. So we're downstairs making like forts and beds on the floor in our living room and have her in a smaller crate right next to Brian's face, basically. <laughs> um, so that when she moves, she usually she gets up in her crate and starts to shake around when she wants to go outside. Yeah, That's like her way of telling us. So one of us always gets up and hears that, but it's been a solid two and a half weeks of no sleep at this point. <laughs> um, sometimes he gets up, sometimes I get up. And then of course, Noir is like, what's going on? Can I go outside too? Yeah. And that's our other dog. So it is what it is, but... She'll be healed up here in a couple weeks she'll be and good be back to, to normal, go. which yeah, is good. Which is good. Very grateful that we were able to catch it when we did. Updates on the, the lockdown. I feel like the new thing is these plexiglass mirror type things that are on registers now yeah whoever whoever created the company that sells these giant plexiglass things that goes in front of like bank tellers and when you're at the grocery store so there's no no, like liquid or bacteria going (laughs) back and forth they're cleaning up right now that's for sure i had to go to ups to drop something off and there was like a giant one right there in my face and i could barely understand what the girl was saying because she also (laughs) had a mask on so i'm like Yeah, I'll eat this. You want this? Like it, would, was, it was very difficult for me to. I'm like, this is dumb. Like this yeah. is not helping. This is not helping me right now. I think you and I both saw too. There was this design that came out this week or last week with some airline that did like a or design company that did mock-ups for like the future of what planes could look like. Yeah, and it basically was everybody enclosed in like these modern stylistic looking plexiglass containers that stretched like on your sides all the way up past where you sat, mm-hmm. and then it was open in the very front so that like you couldn't be passing bacteria back and forth yeah that'd be cool though i think i think airplanes without having to sit next to somebody like that would be fun i think it'd be fun to fly Mm -hmm. 
being so close to somebody where it's like you have no personal space. That yeah. picture was depicting a much bigger seat. It definitely creates more personal space for it sure. Better in my opinion, anyway. Um, I don't know about what, where our listeners all live, but um, we have lines out the wazoo at grocery stores now. Yeah. Which explained to me this: How can you prevent the coronavirus by letting people in like one in and two out or two in and one out? But then have everybody standing in a line and no one's six feet apart in that line. Well, there's, it, it makes no sense to me. A lot of places have put markers on the ground, but nobody pays attention to them. They're like six feet away from you each other. You and I other. just drove by the other day and they were not six feet apart from oh, each I, other. I agree. 100%. It was a very long line wrapped around Whole Foods. But yeah, that was another thing I saw. What else? A lot of places are making masks mandatory. That's another thing I noticed. Like you, which is funny because the scientists have also said the masks don't work. I'm confused. Like <laughs> some people I... say they work, other people say they provide zero value whatsoever. Yet yeah. now they're becoming mandatory. Yeah. So you can't really know what to trust no, anymore. I'm completely confused with like, do the masks work or do they, do they not? I don't understand. Yeah. Luckily, I've been wearing a Bane mask from Batman That's when right. I go out, so nobody's getting in there. Darkness. <laughs> I was born in the darkness. <laughs> Um, what else am I doing? So this week I'm actually doing something, uh, I'm experimenting with something. So hopefully in a couple of weeks I'm going to report back, but it's taking two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, um, with six to eight ounces of water and honey mixed warm. And I use a straw cause I don't want it to touch my teeth. Um, I'm trying to do that for a bunch of reasons, but we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. I'll report. I've heard a lot of good things about this. Apple stuff. cider vinegar has got a lot of health benefits for sure. That's what I've heard. It's an age old remedy. That's what I've heard. So it's a little experiment for now. Um, what else? We can uh, tell people pretty soon we're going to have another digital product coming out. Actually, it's our first digital product coming out. It's our second product, but first digital product coming out soon. For, well, I guess it depends on how you look at it. First, oh, wait, first we, digital yeah, course. Right. We have three other digital products on our website right. uh, that people can access to. You can download for free. So we encourage everybody to check them out. Those are around Bitcoin, blockchain, and crypto and digital assets. Yeah. Um, and then we have one that is around consciousness and technology. Mm-hmm. That one I believe is like two ninety nine um, that you can download. And that's an ebook that's uh, got a lot of really interesting information in there. I wrote that in two thousand seventeen and released it. And it's fascinating because a lot of the topics. I cover in that book when I released it in 2017, especially around predictions on what I thought was going to happen in the future, have been like accelerated and are happening right now during this pandemic in terms of like how it's changed our perception, our conscious awareness, and how it has created like an acceleration of technology adoption in some of these different areas. So anybody that wants to learn more, you should check that out. And then we have our book on there as well, which is our tangible product. But we're coming out with a new digital product we're super excited about. Are you going to share some beats? Oh, I was just waiting for the momentum to build up. <laughs> Drum roll. Uh, no, so this new product we're working on right now that's going to be coming out uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks is the goal. It is basically going to be a lifestyle course. Um, everything that Nina and I have been doing over the course of our life and really dialed in on probably a lot over the last, what, 10 to 15 years it's basically going to be a video course that you can take. And we have a lot of supplementary guides and information that go along with the course so that you can go and see the links and go directly to the products that we use or the workouts that we recommend with tutorials on how to do every movement or the skincare routines or the vitamins and minerals that we recommend or things like sea moss and shilajit. Um, all these wonderful products and things that we've tested over the years and not only gone through the trial and error to figure out what works and what doesn't but also when we figure out what works 
going through the expense and trial and error of figuring out where's the best place in the world to source these ingredients. Where's the best manufacturers and brands that make these from places like India or Japan. And basically going through that whole process ourselves so that you don't have to. You can save all the time, money, and expense that we have over the years testing these different things out to enhance our human potential. And we've got them all consolidated into this digital product. And we're super excited about it because we think that if you implement the things that we're teaching you and you start leveraging these different products and brands that we've built into over the years, it is truly going to make a huge impact on your life in terms of your health, your well-being, your energy, your vitality. We're super pumped about it. Yeah. I will say this though. With the guide, I understand that not everybody desires to live a certain way, right? Different things work for different people. So with that being said, a lot of effort is going into it. I'll tell you that much. And we're still trying to fine tune things and still thinking of things to add. However, I want people to view this as like they should feel free to take what they want and leave the rest. You know, like ultimately the whole point of our podcast and the biggest message that I probably I'm trying to convey and I hope I'm conveying appropriately is that you have to do what's best for you. Mm -hmm. And ultimately that's a decision that you have to make. And it's always right for you. Like, I want to do five things out of the guide and maybe somebody only wants to do one thing because Mm -hmm. that's what fits for them and that's what suits their lifestyle. I also truly believe that only certain things can really, um, you know, like can really grasp grasp somebody's attention. They could be like, oh my gosh, like this is what I've been looking for or this could really help me. Mm -hmm. So the guide in and of itself has all really, really great things in it, at least, you know, in our opinion. But at the end of the day, I want people to look at it as like, okay, even if I get one really good thing out of this that changes my life for the better Mm -hmm. and you adopted that and it became a habit and it helped you in some way, then we've done our job. And that's a really great point. Like there are so many things and abundance of information and value from the different things you can implement through this course and through these guides that we're putting out. And don't feel that if you don't do every single thing that's in there, you won't, you won't see changes in your life. Yeah. Like you can do one thing yep. that's in here and see monumental, impactful changes in your health and well-being and mindset. But if you start leveraging two things and three things and four things over time and you start to integrate that with your daily routines and within your lifestyle, you're going to see monumental leaps forward in how you feel and how you think and how you approach life both personally and professionally and the long-term impacts you're going to have on your health and well-being. So, I mean, you know, you could definitely take a look at it. We're excited. We'll be marketing it when we put it out, but uh, you definitely don't feel that you have to do everything all at one time, right? We didn't do everything all at one no, time. No, it took this us is 10 years, plus years. This is 10 plus years of research, trial and error to us to integrate this into something that we could present to other people logically, right? Yeah. Life's a journey, I think, at the end of the day. You learn one lesson one year, you pick up something else and learn it, you know, or you read something 10 times and you pick up one thing out of it. Mm -hmm. I have read the most simplest books five times before I caught like a message in there that resonated with me. And a lot of that, a lot of that happens because at each turning point in life, at each moment of life, we are also changing and evolving. And so are our perspectives and our experiences, our hurts and our happiness and our joys. So when we read something again, five years later or two years later, we see a different Something else catches our eye that resonates with us, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to before. So that'll be up on our site pretty soon at bydixon.com for you guys. Um, what else? I wish I was on a beach right now. But it was really nice here in St. Louis today. It was like 74. Mm-hmm. I got like three hours of work done outside um, in our yard, which is really good. 
Yeah, it was beautiful today. We yeah, were was. able to work outside today. It was Currently, probably like, there's a big black cloud coming yeah. in. We're in our Buddha room right now, so we could we're kind of like on the second floor, so we can kind of see yeah. out. For anybody that's not aware, we call our Buddha room the room that we've built our little sanctuary that we meditate in and pray in every day. Yeah, so to give a little review to people, it is all white. It's got a white podcasting table in it where we podcast. It has a white day bed in it with like white sheets and a white comforter and all that jazz. Um, white window stuff. And then it has this little, I don't know what you call that. What do you call that over there? Just a little bench. And we've got like these two uh, meditation stools that you can sit on that lift you slightly off the ground, but then so that your knees and everything can still hit the surface of the floor. And then we carry a lot of things that we've collected around the world. So we've got these like statues of Akhenaten made of specific kinds of material that you can only purchase in Luxor, Egypt. Like it's the only place they actually make this stuff. And we have different things from India and like lots of places that we've traveled around the world that are near and dear to us in terms of things that have enhanced our spiritual yeah, practice some stuff was like gifted to me too like the paintings so it's just kind of like our quiet space you know whenever whenever one of us needs to think a lot or you know pray or meditate or just like have some alone time this is definitely the room to go to and it's definitely the brightest room in the house too mm-hmm, by far absolutely. which is awesome um so yeah we're looking out the window right now there's a big black cloud because we're supposed to get this huge storm today um so that'll be exciting for us Today's topic, by the way, I don't even think you know what I'm talking about today. No, this is new. Hit me with it. I know you've been working hard on it. This came to me because I'm currently experiencing this. Um, So I figured why not channel my current experiences and turn them into lessons so that while I'm typing and preparing and talking about it, I'm also going to be teaching myself these things because I'm still trying to master them, but it's based off of a conversation that Brian and I had last night. And not to get too personal here. Get personal, sister. But I'm dealing with a lot of shit. (laughs) (laughs) And there's only one person here to hold me while I deal with it, and that's Brian. So yesterday I was... AKA rock. Yeah, yesterday I was like super, super down and out. Like, oh my gosh, just thinking about it makes me cringe. And it's just one of those days where if anyone listening is a Gemini, they're gonna, you're gonna understand what what I'm telling you. When we can't, when something goes wrong and we don't know what's going to happen and we can't control the outcome and we just we have, to, we have to wait for an answer on something, we get so wound up. And as the day goes on, it gets worse, 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 worse. And our minds run so rampant that there's like, I almost like make myself sick. It's like so weird and odd. And I was like this when I was a kid too. I was really fearful if I could talk. I was very fearful of doctors and doctor's appointments. And like two days later, I would start throwing up just out of nerves. And the day of, I would start freaking out in the car. So knowing this about my nature and now being in my 30s, I feel like it's about time I learn my lesson and try to master this. Long story short, it was like 7 or 8 p.m. And I just didn't want to go downstairs because I could just feel myself like, just ridden with fear and anxiety. And so I tried meditating, which I did. I took like an hour-long shower. I did everything I could to ground myself and just nothing was working except positive things on Instagram that I was like catching or like making me feel good. So I'm upstairs and like I kind of made it away, made it all the way to our bedroom and I was just sitting there in the dark and he was downstairs with the dogs. He comes in and I kind of just like had this breakdown and it was like a serious breakdown. Like, I think I was crying. Like, I couldn't even breathe is how mm-hmm. much I was crying. 
And so... And we're short on ventilators right now in the country. <laughs> so it was really challenging. So he's like holding me and then he's just like, it's okay, like let it out. And the harder I was going, he's like, just let it out. Like let it all out. Sometimes you just got to let it go. And it's like I needed that and I didn't even know that I, that's what I needed because I'm because Gemini's, we, our minds go so much that we also try to, we're aware of what's happening. We're not like letting go. We're very much aware of our mind and what's happening, but we have a difficult time between evolve acting on our evolution of the type of person we want to be versus like giving into the moment and falling and breaking apart. So there's a lot of struggle of like letting out and talking or holding it in and being positive. Like it's like this constant battle. And with that being said, it's tough for us because most Gemini's like myself, we have to speak things out loud to process them, which is why I even got into podcasting first. I had very selfish reasons for starting a podcast and it was simple because I learned by talking. So when we talk and talk to people, it's because or venting to people, we're learning and we're processing that information by talking. So, but that can also, to somebody who doesn't know me or know a Gemini, it could come off as dumping. It could come off as negative. It could come off as complaining. It could come off as a lot of negative things when really it's that's not what it is or intended to be. Long story short, I like gave up and I was like done crying. And I was like, what do you think? Like, what, what, what is my lesson here? Like, I feel like this is a repeat again and again. And I just want to learn the lesson and master it this time. And he's like, knowing you for as long as I have known you, I sincerely think that your fear of the unknown completely paralyzes you. And it, I don't know what, I knew that, but it like just stuck with me when he said it in that moment. Because in that moment, after just being so down and out for several weeks now, I was literally like hanging on a thread, like looking for an answer, looking for a sign. Anybody could come to me and say something and I would grab onto it. That's how I felt in that moment. And when I was laying there, I was like, wow, like this is it. Like I got to, I got to grab this. Like I, this is my lesson. This is my, I was laying up here alone, scrolling through the internet, like looking for an answer. And like this is it. Everything's going to be okay. But it's like, I let the fear of not knowing something in the immediate now, it just like freaks me out. Because I'm trying to control it or I want to make sure the right thing happens or I'm questioning why it happened. You and, know? and I think what you just said is an important point that a lot of people can relate to. And I think it ties into why so many people fear the unknown. And it's because our ego wants control. It, and when we don't know what's going to happen and we can't predict what's going to happen, we feel like we're out of control. And our egoic based mind tells us, oh my God. I don't like this. It's it, This is not for me. And then you, it causes this internal stress and anxiety instead of letting loose and saying, I have total faith and trust in the universe that everything is going to work out all right. It always does. And, and providing that level of energy, that vibration, that frequency. And I, I really do think it has a lot to do with the lack of the ability to control a situation. And then people channel that through as fear or anxiety because that's a scenario that is just yeah. out of your hands. It's just, it gets a little bit scary. And someone who's very cerebral, you get lost in your mind. And then you, st- because we, Geminis are also very strong in their heart center, but also in their mental. They're very cerebral, cerebral too. So they both conflict and clash. And that's where our spazziness comes from. Long story short, he said that to me. And for some reason, I didn't really sleep well last night either. I was, I had nightmares, legit nightmares. I never have nightmares. I was waking up thinking like, like I'm going to have a heart attack right now. Like it was just scary as shit. And I, it was so bad. I didn't even tell Brian about it this morning, but I was up tossing and turning. I was walking around the house like a weirdo, like 
at like 4 a.m., you know, just pacing back and forth. And then finally, my eyes were burning so much from not sleeping that I just passed out. <laughs> I, I took Onyx out and I went back to sleep. But when I woke up, I woke up with a, like, I'm going to grab this day and I'm going to make that change today. Um, I don't care that the night sucked. I don't care that I didn't get sleep. I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to blast through this day and I don't care what I have to do to do it. And I got up and like before I got up, I gave myself this huge like mental pep talk. Um, it sounds crazy, I know, but I'm sure a lot of people do it. Like in my head, I was like, I'm going to get up. I'm going to make the best of this day. I'm going to enjoy this day. I'm going to learn to not let fear paralyze me. And in doing this, it's it's now seven o'clock at night here. And I, I've, I mastered it today pretty much. I'm very proud of myself. But the morning started off with that happening. Then I did... Um, some like light mobility stretches and whatnot. And then I went upstairs and took my shower and I started there. I was extremely in the moment. And while I was in the shower, I was like trying to map my, my attitude out. And this is what I thought. I'm going to surrender today. Like energetically, I was standing there. This, is, this was my way of doing it. It just came to me like, I'm going to let go today. I cannot act and behave the way that I did these last several weeks, these like bouts of just freaking out and just like unhappy and triggered and just like my mind on like a hundred speed. One, I got barely, I got nothing done this week. Let's just put it that way. I was very much like detached, couldn't sit at my computer, couldn't focus on this, couldn't eat a salad quietly and sit down. I was like standing up and eating. Like that's how bad it was. And I just thought in the showers when I'm like, I'm just going to surrender. Like I have to let go. Like I am trying to hold on to something because I just don't know what's going to happen with it. And I have to let go. I have to learn to let go. And as I was talking to myself and talking through it in the shower, I was just like thinking like, okay, surrendering is a faith-based thing. I don't mean religious, but if that's your thing, good. Like it's just you're faithful in something bigger than you. You're faithful in your destiny you know that you were meant for something great and you're not going to fail at this thing or you're going to get the outcome your heart really wants it's having this like it's blind faith let's put it that way and I think that some of us do come into this lifetime having to learn this lesson and I'm I'm definitely one of them like to have blind faith and just know you're gonna be fine it's gonna work out you're the one hyping it up and causing anxiety in yourself the fact that you don't even have an answer now and you're making assumptions based off nothing is your problem because you don't want to let go. So this is me saying it to myself, obviously. And so I just was just like in my, in the shower, just surrendering, surrendering, blind faith, surrendering. And I was also constantly thinking about what Brian had said to me the night before, like you let fear paralyze you and the unknown. And it's with everything, career, finances, family stuff, Brian and I, the dogs, Onyx's thing, like, oh my God, two days after we saw that Onyx wasn't getting better, this is like a week ago, you should have seen my freak out in the living room if people saw me. It was just like, I thought I was going to lose my dog. I thought she was going to be, like, I thought so many things in my head. I thought I had to give Noir away because we had to take care of Onyx forever. And it was just a lot for me. So when he said that to me the other night, it resonated with me. And I was like, you know what? There's a lot of things that have happened in 2020 and I have not handled them with maturity. And it's about time I learned my damn lesson because this is it. This is where I'm going to let the buck stop. And I'm not going to let the universe keep repeating shit to me 
because I get it now. I understand. The buck stops here. Do you know who said that? No. I think it was Harry Truman. Okay. Harry S. Truman. My dad says it all the time. Here comes the thunder and lightning. Far from Harry Truman. <laughs> <laughs> so fear, as I was in the shower and I was, you know, working this out in my head, I'm like, you know what? Fear is, I always saw this on Instagram, fear is false evidence appearing real, F-E-A-R. And it clicked, clicked in my head and I'm like, oh my God, I'm assuming things out of thin air. Like, yes, my current situation is not ideal for me, but I'm assuming shit. Why can't I just surrender and let go and in the meantime, be the person that I'm trying to get to be, right? I want to be this person who skips this process or I'm this person who wants to get over this hump in an easy, painless manner. Why don't I just become that person now? Let go and let, you know, the universe figure it out. So I'm now understanding how my day is going to go, right? So the first step was for me, there's three steps to this. The first step is learning the difference between surrendering and knowing what really true surrender means with blind faith versus obsessively overthinking things, becoming emotional, being anxiety ridden, it messing up your sleep, you fighting with your spouse, you yelling at the, like all these things start to manifest because in your subconscious mind, you're just so, you're grasping on to what's gonna happen with this thing. And here's how it paralyzes you. You don't focus on what's in front of you. You're not your best self for the people that you love the most, that love you the most. I literally let a couple weeks go by just like I can't even tell you. If I wanted to rewind and tell you what I did each day, I couldn't even tell you. That's how much I was in my head. Like it's like blank to me. But I wasn't, you know, operating on my best self. And I know that. Like I told Brian two weeks ago when I was in the midst of everything, I was like the only thing I look forward to these days is like a shower in the morning and a shower in the evening because I just feel like stress is being melted off my body. And I hate leaving it. I hate getting out of the shower. And he just like looked at me and was like, oh my God, like there should be a lot more that you look forward to in life. And for some reason, like when he said that to me, I was just like, Dah. like in, in my head, I was like, I just want to go shower again. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I think that's the first step is, is understanding the difference between blind faith which equals surrendering. And by surrender, you know, you let it go. You might think about it here and there, but you let it go with love. And you have good assumptions about it. You say, ah, it'll all work out. It's fine. It'll work out. And understanding when you're constantly thinking about something, that's you hanging on energetically. You might not physically be hanging on to something, but you might be thinking and obsessing. And that's just never a good thing at all. Step- uh, something that you mentioned too before you get into the next step is for people that recognize what Nina just talked about in themselves, and maybe you're becoming self-aware of it just now, just by hearing this, maybe you've been doing things. Something really important to think about is how is what you're doing to yourself impacting the closest people around you, right? And I think if you can think through that in your head, it can help you become even more self-aware that if you have some type of paralysis through fear or something that's like a short-term destructive behavior not only is it very challenging for what it's doing to your potential and your growth and evolution but what is it doing to the people around you right like nina mentioned there were some times where she would just kind of was on edge because of different things that were happening and some uncertainty and 
that I, I'm a very calm person, right? So I, I usually don't get triggered by much and I can usually try to talk through things. But for people that don't have significant others that are very calm, that could result in repetitive fights over and over and well, over I was just again. Gonna, yeah, I was just right? going to say that. Like, in my situation, it was because I know you're, and I know you always carry me. You're definitely the person who carries me emotionally for, for sure. And in most relationships, it is the guy who's, who's much tougher. But I will say that, like, never when I can't hold it together – like, I don't think there's been one time where he's, you've never snapped on me for not getting it together. You've mm-hmm. always been there, got on your knees, hugged me like tighter than ever. And it's always like kind of the thing that's anchored me. And even though I try to control, 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 there's like that one day where I just bust and I like fall apart. I don't like just snap all the time or cry all the time. It's built up. Mm-hmm. And then one day it just comes out. So like him doing that last night and just letting me just like let it all out because I was feeling so I was feeling like I couldn't say it or do it or like keep obsessing over it and talk to him about it but at the same time I was struggling with it and I was trying not to burden him because he's already got Onyx to deal with and the dogs like I'm not even he's taking care of the dogs more than I am and his job and you know the whole nine yards so I felt guilty for not being there and not being my best self but then also at the same time I was like I just need to let this out. I don't know how to, like, I don't know where to go. I don't know who to go to. And like, it's like a, I felt trapped. We can feel trapped at this point is how Gemini's feel. And when he was just there and I realized in that moment, like this person not once in my life has ever faulted me or made me feel bad for not being perfect or for handling my shit the way that I do, you know, like never, this person never does that. And so when he was still there after everything, I just felt, and just so you guys know, this issue that I'm talking about is with me personally and myself. It has nothing to do with Brian and I. <laughs> um, and that uh, he was still there and he was telling me, Nina, I think it's your fear over, you know, um, of the unknown. It paralyzes you. In that moment while he was talking, I was thinking, oh, I got to be a better person. I got to evolve. I'm so big into evolution. That's what the podcast is about, like being a better person, your highest human potential. And it's like, I got, I have to master this lesson. Like this is my lesson and I'm not evolving. And that's why these repeat scenarios are happening to me this year. And that's something that we talked about last night. And this is something I truly believe in that if you keep having the same scenarios occur over and over in your life, and I don't mean literally the same thing, but sometimes it is literally the sometimes same thing. Sometimes the same thing, and sometimes it's like, uh, like kind, like, or, or it's similar. It's just it's like it's like playing out with different people, maybe. Yeah, but same, it's the same same type of scenario. Yeah, and you yeah. feel the same problem, and it's a recurring theme. What I believe that's happening for is because you haven't learned and mastered that test yet. Maybe you're getting yourself all um, turning into an emotional wreck. You're getting stressed. You're getting anxious. Um, You know, whatever that happens to be, the universe, in my opinion, creates this reflection of yourself, but also these tests. And if you don't master a test, it will happen repeatedly as many times as it needs to happen until you pass the test or until some other type of breakdown occurs that like shifts the path in a different way, usually not for the better, right? And so doing it over and over and over again, if you're seeing these situations in your life, regardless what it is, and they're repeating and they're repeating and they keep coming back and they don't stop and you're wondering to yourself, why is it do I always keep meeting the wrong person? Why is it do I feel so crippled by this uncertainty? Why is it for whatever the reason is, 
it's because you haven't learned the lesson yet. Well, you said something else to me that kind of also stuck in me too last night. And you said, Nina, I'm like sad and I'm upset because you're doing these things to yourself. Like you, by being in this low place again with with this situation, you're attracting it again. You're going to manifest something again that you're not going to like. And that clicked with me too. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I talk about manifestation and energy and all that all the time. And it's like, how, how the frick didn't I, I didn't even see that, you know? And it's almost like as if I was, be- I was clawing for an answer from the universe all day yesterday. But in the end, it's like Brian came in and told me what I had to hear. You know, like I really felt in that moment, like, okay, here it is. You better grab this lesson and run with it. And when he said that, like my fear and my anxiety and my like obsessiveness over it, my depression over it is literally going to manifest in something else that I don't like. And then something else and then something else is going to keep going. And it's like, dude, when do you, when do you stop that chain of events and that chain of same repetitive issues that are trying to teach you a lesson? At some point, something's got to give and you have to just get the fuck over it. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Um, the step two to all of this is the whole faith over fear stuff. Fear cripples you and paralyzes you. But then faith literally feels like a nice pillow. It was a quote that I saw minutes after Brian said all that stuff to me about fear paralyzing me. Do you remember you went downstairs and I sent you a DM through Instagram? That was the exact quote I saw. It was like a sign, immediately a sign. And that is how I have felt all day today. That every time I felt my mind wandered, I thought, but having blind faith and surrendering feels better right now. It puts a smile on my face. You know, that's how, that's what it does for me. And I'm going to get into how I dealt with today. Because um, my mind definitely went there a thousand times. And what you just said I want to touch on very quickly yeah. is there's been an abundance of studies that have came out about this topic. But when your mind is operating in a fear-based mindset, you make bad decisions. You make decisions that aren't intuitively aligned with your heart and your life's purpose. And you're easier to be controlled when you're in a state of that. And that's whether somebody else is trying to control you and they're trying to instill fear. Or if you're creating fear yourself, you are going to be easier to be controlled towards something that you don't necessarily want in your heart. And that's really important. Can I bring up a point here? What's that? That's a good point. Because if you think about people who go through breakups and the one, you know, there's always one person who's depressed and didn't want the breakup. Right. Um, that person who drops into deep depression and confusion and wants answers as to why, 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 um, those are the people that normally attract the same type of relationship or the same way that it's going to play out in the end. Usually that person attracts that because they're in such a negative space. And so they're attracting something negative that's the problem. And if you guys hear water, it's just the rain outside. We have the window open. Um, but it feels so damn good. I don't want to close it. <laughs> so that's the whole that's the whole problem there. That that person who's so depressed and down and out is now going to usually attract the same type of relationship where the person leaves them or something happens because they have this negative subconscious fear now. You know, it just keeps playing. They're in that dark space. They're looking for something, clawing for something, and then they attract it. Or... They attract somebody who's extremely abusive and can manipulate them and control them because they're in a weak spot. They're in a weak place. So that's very true Mm -hmm. on an energetic level and literally speaking, I think. Sure. 
Um, so step two was about is about faith over fear. Step one was just to remind everybody is to learn the difference between controlling something out of fear and forcing it versus surrendering with blind faith. So know which one you're you're doing when something happens. And then step two is faith over fear. Faith makes a nice pillow. Fear is false evidence appearing real. You're making assumptions. It's a fear of the unknown. You're now your brain is kicking in over your heart, trying to rationalize and logicalize things, completely making up facts and scenarios to come up with the worst case scenario, which is freaking you out. Yeah. And if you actually let fear control you enough, usually the end game scenario is never like what your fear was. It usually always works out differently. But it actually is possible that if you let fear control you enough, you will start to vibrate enough at that frequency that you will have your own self-fulfilling prophecy of this is what I was scared of. This is what I radiated. This is the outcome that I... It's like you, it's like you almost wanted that outcome yeah. because you put yourself in such a mind state from it. Like that is possible too. So the best thing you can do is have that faith over fear in every scenario in your life. Yeah. And and I, and I you listen, that, it's easier said than done. I get that. Fear paralyzes you, keeps you stuck. And then you're just stuck in that same spot. But what faith does and why blind faith is so important and learning to surrender to things that you can't control or you don't know the outcome of yet is because faith helps you move forward. And what I mean by that is, and I learned this today, this is after all day of experimenting and and mastering this, okay? And I'm not a master at it yet, but I felt inclined to talk about it today because I'm also teaching myself right now in real time. Mm -hmm. And I feel as though faith today helped me move forward for the first time in weeks. And by that I meant I was able to get up, I enjoyed my shower, I put makeup on, I did my hair, semi did my hair. I was much more in the moment with the dogs. I was much more in the moment with you. Um, and I actually took, got my computer and went outside and sat in the sun for three hours and just put my headphones in and got so much shit done today. Part of it was preparing for this podcast. The other part was working on the lifestyle guide for you. And so like I was so proud and I was just seeing like I had to take that one step last night, right? And then get up this morning and do it this morning was hard. Get up and do it again and just get over that little hump of just like go past my feelings, go past my feelings, get over it, get over it, talk myself, give myself pep talks. I don't care how crazy I sound. And then it's like, like every step of the way today, I had to like work at it. I really did. It wasn't easy. But faith helped me move on in my day-to-day life. Faith helped me get my stuff done. Faith helped me take care of myself. It helped me enjoy life. It helped me go for a drive. It helped me carry out the things that I want to do. And despite the thing that I'm still thinking about, it just didn't, it didn't paralyze me and keep me stuck. And I'm a firm believer that when you are acting and moving on, like I did today, that thing too will move on that you're so stuck on. That it's like an unknown thing that's looming there that you're scared of. It's going to fall away or it's going to work out beautifully. Like that's what I believe. I think that energy... I stopped playing into that energy of bad and just believe that it's going to be good. Why do I care? This isn't mine to carry anymore. Something else I kept repeating in my head was, it's not, every time I thought about it, I was like, it's not mine to carry. It's a burden and I don't fucking want it. Like, get away from me. And I would just go back to being happy. Because now I felt what happy feels like. Now I know what blind faith feels like for a couple hours. So now I'm trying to just pummel on that road um, successfully. It takes a lot of work. It's not easy at least for somebody like me, most Gemini is not easy for. I had two big humps to get over like I just shared. 
but there's specific things that you can do, like actions you can take to help you get into that blind faith surrendering mode and like back into your life again. Like as if that thing isn't even there anymore. Like you could just completely ignore it and it's like it never even happened or it's not even on your radar anymore. That's the whole goal, right? Take your attention away from things that don't make you feel good because they will disappear. Focus on the present moment and do what you can do. Control what you can do and do whatever you have to do no matter how stupid and crazy to get yourself in that mood of like, okay, I'm okay. Calm, peace, positive, confident stuff. I think that something that helps you when you finally get over this hump and you do feel like an hour or two of blind fate surrendering and it's freedom that kept me going today. Like I started to feel so free after the first hour. I'm like, oh man, like it was just like off my shoulders. Even if I thought about it, it wasn't like capturing me anymore. I was just like, oh, it's gone. Like, and I would just like divert my attention back to what I was doing. Keep diverting it back. And I think that freedom will teach you I think that freedom feeling from that thing is what we all wanted, is what I was craving for. And it was me who was becoming my own worst enemy in holding on for so many, so long, you know, and just thinking and fearing the worst. But you keep trying and you get it. And that's that's the whole point of faith over fear. You learn that, that this is a terrible way to live. It's a terrible way to hold on to something that's just making me such a miserable person. I deserve happiness. An easier way to look at this when you're in the faith fear thing and like trying to get blind faith over fear. One, be patient with yourself. It took me several weeks to get here. Um, Two, know that you'll have those moments, but you can talk yourself out of it really quickly or you can do something to get yourself out of it. And we're going to touch on that um, very quickly. Um, Let's go on to the next one. Oh, so when you do have faith and fear figured out. So first you figured out, are you holding on or surrendering? Like which one you're trying to do? Then you go on like, how do I get blind faith and dif- differentiate from fear and pick the faith part of life or the scenario? Step before that, at that point, you have to have patience, I think. Once you've got like, I'm going to have faith in this and I've got this and I feel so free all of a sudden. However you came to that conclusion, you had meditation, you energetically burned a piece of paper with that thing on it. I don't know what you did to get your blind faith, but whatever you did. Now you have to be patient and you have to be patient while maintaining that blind faith and moving on in life just as if it never happened or it's not even on your radar. In this moment of patience is where I believe we trip up. And I wrote down a list of things today in two separate places this morning when I was giving myself a pep talk. And I wrote them down of all the things that I could do if I caught my mind wandering. And it was several different things. Um, but I think this is step three. That once you've got the patience, once you know it's gonna, I'm choosing faith, blind faith and I'm surrendering, then you get ready for the patience part. And so that you don't trip up during this patience part, there's things that you can do. It's These things are meant in step three to hone your energy and your vibe in a happy place. Step three is about doing things and thinking things that are anchoring you in a happy, calm, in the moment, believing, confident, like got your power back kind of place. We don't all just fall there. We work on it like 24-7, constantly. It's work. It was work for me today. And what do I mean by energy and vibe? Like, you know, for some people that sounds like, you know, wacko and cuckoo. It's more about your attitude and your dominant 
disposition? Are you walking around the house like stopping your feet and still being a dickhead to everybody? Or are you like calm and cool and just like working through your stuff and moving on slowly? It's meant to help cut out the stress that you were feeling. Stress can build up and manifest physically in in our bodies. We all know that. And so it's meant to like take that away. It's meant to make you feel calm and good. Like, okay, I've got this. I know this. I'm just going to let it go. And I'm going to do all these things to keep myself busy. It's not about cooking and cleaning and getting to work. It's about other things you're going to do while you're doing those things so that your mind doesn't divert. A lot of us are programmed to be cooking but thinking about something else. Cleaning the dishes but thinking about money. Okay? Showering but thinking about what I have to do tomorrow morning. Or doing laundry and folding it and thinking about that thing that you're afraid of. You know, our mind wanders. These things help you anchor into the present moment and do actions with intent so that your mind doesn't divert and keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. Here are some things that I did today. All right, they're going to sound really weird, but they're different for everybody. I don't care what you mean. You like to watch sports. You like to paint. You like to talk to a friend. You want to FaceTime friends. You want to go out for drinks. Everybody has their own things. But we're in a lockdown and I can't really do much, okay? <laughs> so this is how I, these are my list of things. The pep talk I already told you about. It was legit. It was a pep talk in my head. Did it again in the shower. But then in the shower while having my pep talk, I started showering with intention of like appreciating the water, warm water, appreciating my healthy body, appreciating the soap I had. Then when I was doing my facial routine, appreciating the expensive facial skincare that I have. Like it was dumb shit like that that I was focused on and just grounding myself with gratitude, grounding myself in the moment. I didn't have time to think about that thing that's bothering me. The third thing I did was when I got ready and I was in my closet, again, I looked around and I was like, look at my clothes and my things. Like I used to love this shit. Like I'm so happy with it. You know, like you look over the things that you once wanted so bad and it's like I brought myself back in the moment. Like, okay, here I am, here I am. And then... I meditated, obviously. I, most people know I meditate every single day. Um, but during meditation, I let my mind be still. I've got that practice down now. And I, I pray too. And I prayed 108 times. It's just a number that my mom told me to do, so I do it. Um, and when you repeat that prayer again and again and again, it's almost like chanting or it's almost like a mantra or it's like an affirmation. When you do those things out loud, by like number 30, you're like on autopilot. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just saying it and saying it and saying it and saying it. So your mind isn't anywhere but anchored on that mantra, which is the whole point of doing that. So I was doing that. Um, the fifth thing I did was my mobility stretches for my back. And I was super just calm and okay with everything. Um, then when I went on, sorry, I'm reading now. Then I was working. Yeah. Then I went outside and took my computer outside. Okay. Beautiful day today, wasn't it? First of all, it was a great day. For, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And then here's what I did. I didn't go on Facebook. I didn't go on Instagram. Opened up my computer, went to my Google Drive where I was doing work. Put my headphones in. And I put on like a mantra, positive affirmation mantra, YouTube video for an hour and 40 minutes in my ear, ear, earbuds. Mm-hmm. Brian tried talking to me several times. I was kind of dismissive <laughs> because he was messing up my mojo. <laughs> but uh, I was gentle about it. But I kept those headphones in and I didn't take them off. I even took the dogs out twice. I got up and went and got water. I kept those headphones in so that I was continuously 
thinking about only positive things and feeling only positive things from listening to something positive. Like I wouldn't let my mind wander even if I could step away from the computer. And oh, that's how I did all my work today. Honestly, like that's how I got through. And then um, something else I did during the day earlier was set an alarm for like 1 p.m., 5 p.m., 7 p.m. And it was like, um, go meditate for 20 minutes. Go do your mobility exercises with your headphones on so that my mind didn't run. Like I constantly was surrounding myself with doing things. If I was doing them, I had headphones in with something positive in. If I was meditating, then I went upstairs without my phone and was anchored in like a mantra. Like I consistently today kept myself occupied with good things to anchor me at all times. Um, did I think about the thing that was upsetting me several times? I did. Um, but it was in that moment where it was actually one moment particularly, which is I think this is a very, very important point. Brian was talking to me about something. Oh, he was showing me something on Instagram, actually. So I had to take my earplugs out. And instantly I started catching myself thinking about that thing that was upsetting me. And I legit, a couple weeks ago, heard this. I thought it, it was like a how to focus your attention and ground yourself in the moment. And it was like most people don't listen to hear. Most people listen to respond and when someone is going through something, like what I'm talking about, fear of something, and you're trying to work on not thinking about it, the minute you get an open door like that, like you were talking to me about something on Instagram, my mind clicked off and was like bouncing to that thing again. And I instantly wanted to talk about it again. I and mean, I wanted to be like, oh my God, you know, like this and that. But I thought about a golden ball of light and energy hovering above your head. And I was focused on that the whole time that you were like going off about this thing on Instagram. And then while doing that, it brought me down to listening to what you were saying. So I was listening and hearing you. I wasn't listening to you thinking about my thoughts, waiting to respond with what I want to talk about or with what I was mentally focused on. That's what usually happens when you're scared about something and trying not to think about it. This is like the trip up. But today I mastered it somehow. Um, Very good. I remember that like just a couple hours ago, and I was well, like, "I got golden balls on my head." No, <laughs> I totally like. It's so hard to like slip into that moment. It was like that. I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Like I can't, I can't. And then I just focused on what you were saying. Got so immense on what you were saying about that thing, and I even asked you questions. And I was like, "I am not gonna talk about that thing. I'm not gonna bring it up. I don't freaking care. Like it's not gonna happen. <laughs> like you just have to you have to take it there. And then once you do it, it's easy after that, right?" Um, two other moments that I think get tough, at least they were for me and I, and I, it's almost bedtime speaking of, I think bedtime gets tough. Um, and it has been for the last several weeks for me. It's like, I get this like built up shit inside of me. Like I look forward to showering cause that's like my one positive moment before I go to sleep. And here's the solution to that. Just positive affirmations when you're in the shower like intentions think about what you're doing think about your house think about the stuff you have that allows you to have a shower and people don't even have that today you know anchor and ground yourself into those things your toothbrush your toothpaste your healthy teeth your healthy body like whatever it is anchor yourself in the moment and think about it this way if i go to sleep and I, you know, I could put earbuds in and do mantras. Like I'm probably gonna do that tonight and have like YouTube on or whatever. But that'll help me. But if I go to sleep just feeling like the calmer I am, 
the more peaceful I am and the more I continue to master this through the night and through bedtime, the more I'm going to attract good things from this energy level. And that's the whole point of doing these three steps. You don't you want to become that happy person, that calm person, so that you attract good things from that place mm-hmm. and you attract what's best for you. Um you feel like you have to say something, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you were talking about doing these affirmations and focusing on things you're grateful for. And I've had people tell me before, like, when things are going really tough, you don't feel like you have much to be grateful for, right? Especially when you're doing these things that are just totally encapsulating your mindset at that time. And what I always recommend in those scenarios is to begin to say thank you and do affirmations and be grateful for the most simplest things that you have access to that you take for granted every single day. Mm -hmm. As an example, thank you for waking up today. Mm -hmm. Some people didn't. Some people didn't have the luxury. They passed away overnight, right? Thank you for having the ability to see. Some people can't. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having the ability to walk if you can't. Some people can't, right? Like things like this that are just basic luxuries that you may have, and you take for granted every single day and when you bring it down to a basic level like that and you begin to express gratitude for those things i think it completely shifts your mindset into wow i have a lot to be thankful for right even in the hardest of times i have a lot that i can be grateful for right now yeah and it's hard but you have to keep the thing about all this is practice like i had to continuously practice this through the night in the morning, I had to keep forcing myself to get over that. You just keep practicing and practicing and practicing. Like, I'm going to have to do it again tonight. And this is only my first day, right? So, yeah, I, I get that. And, I, and it's, it's hard. But at the end of the day, it's almost as if, like, do you have a choice? After you, after you said those things and they clicked in my head last night, like, do I have a choice? Do I want to stay in this negative place and vibe and then attract something again and have to learn this lesson all over again? No, I don't. I want to get over it. And I want to show the universe that I'm ready to graduate from this thing. Please make this the highest and best for me. Let me, I'm going to move on. Mm-hmm. I already did. Today I did. And so I have to keep doing that and keep working on it. Tomorrow is probably going to be even more of a, it's a Saturday. So I'm probably going to spend more time in the meditation room, but consistently will do anything to just keep myself calm, calm, relaxed in the moment watch a funny movie, watch, honestly, several nights ago, three, several nights ago in a row, I was watching TikTok videos till like 3 a.m. And they make me laugh. Like, not to sound weird or anything, but there's all young people on there. And it's just like, I don't know why they just like take my mind off everything. Like girls are doing some cheer dance or something. Like guys are doing some stupid shit, like winking at girls. Like I, it's just cute and humor, but it's like, it just takes my mind off everything. And like, it almost takes me to this like innocent place and it just like kept me like in the moment, you know, and like then I would just pass out because I was so tired um, or else my mind would run. But I just keep you keep at it and you just keep trying because at the end of the day, all you're trying to do is you're not really trying to not think about that thing. Don't don't forget that. What you're actually trying to do is clean your energy. That's right. Get rid of anxiety. You're trying to Cleanse. calm down. You're trying to let the stress melt off your body. You're trying to just be in the moment and be happy again. Like that's the point. It's like trying to cleanse your area. And if you could do this, I'm a firm believer in this, like five days in a row. My, My goal is a week. I'm trying to go a week like this. If you could do this for seven days, 
I, I do believe a miracle will happen. And I'll report back and let you guys know. But I, I have a date. And it's funny because I was telling my mom all this. And she's like, you can't put a date on the universe and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mom, but by day seven, I should have mastered this. So it's not seven days waiting for something to happen. It's seven days of me sticking to this routine, grounding myself with these pieces of paper that I've written. Like, do this, do that, do this. Um, so that after seven days, I can say, huh, I don't even care. I won't even think about it. It probably won't even be on my radar, probably. And if it is, it probably already figured itself out and it's fine. So that's the mindset is that I do my part. I always say like we co-create in the universe. That's how we co-create. We co-create in the universe and we determine our destiny by our energy and our vibe. And if we can control that, even in the darkest times, we can actually attract something awesome from it. Um, Better than you've ever expected. That's where I think miracles come from. People who are just you know, keep their energy clean and light and airy. I talked a lot today. It's all good. A lot of important things to get but out I of. I learned a lot today too, so that's yeah, the whole point. that's awesome. Mm. Another way to put this, sorry, like attracts like. That was another thing. I'm sure people have heard that a lot. It's like your vibe attracts your tribe. Your energy attracts your things. It's like like attracts like. So if you're calm and cool, don't worry. It'll work out. That's right. If you're freaking out, you know, it's not helping you. And it's not helping your future either. And it's not helping the people around you. So let it go. It's not, it's not helpful. Mm-hmm. You close this out because I'm done t- <laughs> I'm yeah, tired. Yeah, no, well, I think it was a lot of great information. I think a lot of people will be able to resonate and you know relate to a lot of the things you said because it's, a, it's an ongoing challenge. It's a daily challenge for a lot of people. And they may be wondering, why is it that I continue to have these challenges and I just feel like I can't overcome them? Even if you overcome one challenge, if the same types of challenges keep happening repetitively, it's likely because internally you haven't mastered your lesson yet. I just opened Instagram and this popped up. Ground yourself fast when negativity or stress is around you. Take some deep breaths and visualize roots growing from your feet into the ground. Stand tall and firm like a tree while any stress or negativity blows through your branches and disappears with the breeze. And that's like your breath. Like breathing and anchoring exercises and meditating, they're not stupid things. And there's a reason they've been around for thousands and thousands of years. Mantras and like videos on YouTube that you could just play in your headphones and block the noise out of your mind. I'm telling you that that was gold for me today. So here's something. This is actually a practical step that people can do on this topic right here. If you start to become self-aware that you're starting to think about these things, and this is scientifically proven, slow deep intentional breathing where you breathe in to the count of four or five you hold it breathe in through your nose through the count of four or five you hold it for a solid four or five seconds and i don't mean like one two three four five i mean like one mississippi two mississippi right slow and controlled and you exhale for a solid six to eight seconds very very slowly anytime you feel this coming on or this works great if you feel anxious or stressed about things Do it seven times in a row. All you need is seven inhales, hold it, and exhales. Inhale for four or five, hold for four or five, exhale for six to eight seconds. Seven times in a row. It won't take you more than, you know, 30, 60 seconds. When you do that, you will immediately feel 
calm. And the reason for that is because it reshifts your brain chemistry that transitions from going into the reptilian portion of the brain where we make decisions out of fear or lack or scarcity or greed. And it transitions into a completely separate creative portion of the brain that allows you to interact with your reality and your current scenario through your intuition, through your creativity, through your heartfelt emotions, through emotional intelligence. If you can do that anytime you feel something like that happening or a situation that's oncoming where you're going to be stressed or anxious or your mind's going to run, take those seven deep breaths in and out and then just feel it run over you, like how calm you're going to feel and how you're immediately going to be able to make more thoughtful and mindful decisions throughout the rest of the day. Yeah, that one works. The breathing works super really well. Works. I, I do yeah. it. I've done it many times. And sometimes I just like close the door and breathe loudly. Like I don't even care. Like yeah. do that. Don't be reserved. Sound like about a rhino's it. in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, I think uh, you know there's a lot of good info in here today. I hope a lot of people enjoy it and you find something relatable, something that you can walk away with and implement into your daily life. And at the uh, end of the day, guys, we we try to share things. Um, not I'm not. I try not to overshare. Sometimes like you know I don't want to vent, but um. We try to share things just to show like we all go through things like they might be different things but we all feel the same you know mm-hmm. like we all have sadness and anger and like frustration or anxiety like we all nobody knows the perfect way to live yeah. but i do think that sharing then other people can feel comfort in knowing like i'm not alone and this is one way i can tackle it and it's important too because you know a lot of the material that we put out is so focused around evolution and bettering yourself. And this is a great example that we're constantly learning, right? Yeah. We're in in many ways like students and teachers at the same time because we try to help other people learn and teach things that have worked well for us and how we've approached things. But just like you mentioned today and everything that you've exposed about these challenges over the last couple days, like you were then back in the student mode, right? Like you're still learning in and of yourself and that's okay. That's part of the Well, I even realized that like, yeah, I, I maybe, I do think I'm evolved in a lot of ways, but I'm always going to be learning and I'm always going to be evolving. Sure. And sometimes that person right there in front of you can point something out to you. Like I was meditating, grabbing things, stomping things, calling my mom crying, like in the shower, just so like just ridden with anxiety and like my body was tensing up physically. Like, and it's just like he walks in and I'm like, what am I supposed to learn? And then he just says it. And I'm just like, my gosh, like, you know, it's almost like I had to go through all of that for the universe to shake me and put me down to my knees completely sure. for it to be like, now will you listen to me? Like, now will you hear what I say to you? Um, will you ask to know what the lesson is? And like the universe delivered it through Brian, you know, who was completely detached from everything. It's not even his problem. But um, and that's important, too, is whenever you get to the point where now you have the realization to ask, what is it I'm supposed to learn? Be very conscious and detached and objective through that consciousness about how that answer and information is received. Because it may come through your spouse. It may come through something you see in a, in a magazine you're reading. It may come through something that's said on the radio. Yeah, I was on Instagram the, looking the, for a sign. <laughs> the universe can speak to you in a variety of different ways, and it can always be different. Yeah. But when you ask the universe for something specific, be open to where and how it responds, and then take it into account. Yeah, and then be ready to like implement that change when you when i knew i knew it in that moment i was like okay i'm gonna work on this and i'm gonna do whatever it takes to master this so 
day one's almost done. I have to deal with bedtime now, but I think I got it. There you go. Uh, I don't have waterproof headphones though, so <laughs> that. Um, but I will. I will circle back on this next week, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. Maybe a miracle happens. Maybe I still don't know. Maybe I'm still in limbo, but don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but we'll see how it played out. I do hope. I hope to master it though, because I only want to attract good things from here on out. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for joining us and everyone have a phenomenal week and we look forward to chatting with you next week. Take care.